up everyone we're back with another episode of dub jelson podcast they have a very special guest purdue guard sasha savanovich sasha how are you doing good man appreciate you uh having me on yeah i mean thank you so much for coming on i kind of took a shot in the dark on twitter to yeah. uh to get you on here but uh no problem I, I, I like it like you said i've been i've been bored within this quarantine period and everything so i'm always open to do stuff like this yeah for sure hey again thank you so much but uh um, we were talking a little bit before before we started here. How are you feeling after contracting COVID nineteen? Obviously, yeah, yeah. Like we were saying, or we were talking earlier, but um, you know, I've, I the initially the first few days when I got uh, you know diagnosed with it or whatever, and I was feeling uh, pretty sick. Like I, I had some pretty bad symptoms. I was I was feeling pretty pretty down. But uh, you know, after a few days, once my like fever, some of my symptoms went away. I felt. I felt back to normal. So now it's just kind of maintaining, uh, you know, getting back into condition and, you know, working on that and uh, getting cleared fully and then uh, going from there and just, you know, working myself back into playing shape. Mm -hmm. You don't have to say like how exactly you got it, but do you know where it kind of came from? And then uh, what was the process like of testing positive? Like, did you have symptoms first or was it one of those, um, asymptomatic positive tests? Yeah, it was, um, you know, for me, I definitely, like you could ask any of my teammates or any of my coaches or anything. I, I've really taken like responsibility and trying my best not to, not to get this, you know, I, I've taken it. It's a big deal. And, you know, now me being out for however long, you know, it, it, it disrupts seasons and everything like that. So I, I went out of my way to do everything that I could to not possibly get it. So, you know, when I was home, I'm not really, I, I don't, I'm not going out with friends. I'm not going to eat with friends. I'm not hanging out with other people that aren't within our basketball whole bubble, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I think I just, I probably most likely got it on the road some, sometime. I, I think most likely I got it, uh, when I was, when we were at Ohio State, just maybe like hotel or I, don't, I have no clue. Um, it's just kind of a weird thing. It, it just happens within life. I, like I said, I went on my way to not get it. And what, what do you know? But, um, but yeah, the next day after our Ohio State game, I, uh, I just was really not feeling well. Um, you know, texted our trainer and just, you know, I didn't go to class just to make sure and got tested that morning. And then it was all, all good actually. And then the next day I tested myself again, or I got tested again and then that came back positive. So um, just kind of a weird thing, how it all worked out. And I got some other lab work done. I got some blood drawn and it just so happened. I, I tested positive for COVID. And like I said, just working my way back from, from being that, but uh, I was pretty sick initially. And then now I'm, now I'm feeling back, back to normal. Well, we're all glad to hear that. Um, what kind of symptoms did you have? Like, did you lose your taste and smell? No. So that was one thing that I really didn't. Luckily, I, I was able to maintain both of those. Uh, but it was just basic, like, flu kind of symptoms. You know, I was just I was just really tired. I had a really bad headache. Um, my throat was bothering me, uh, cough, stuff like that. Initially, I thought it was the flu. I didn't really think I had COVID or anything like that. But um, like I said, it is what it is, and there's nothing really I could try to do to avoid it. Mm. And I, I saw you on Twitter trying to engage with the fans, trying to get something to do. How how'd you pass the time those those ten days? Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. You know, I was just kind of messing around on Twitter, and uh, 
um, you know, a lot of people gave me support on my, on my initial tweet. I was just, you know, saying I've unfortunate news and all that. So I figured, you know, there, there, people are paying attention to my Twitter for these next <laughs> week or whatever it may be. So I might as well just kind of talk to people and see, you know, whatever. So me and my brother were just kind of, I was just talking to my brother and we were just kind of messing around thinking of different things that I could ask and whatever. But, uh, yeah, it was, you know, I, I, I was just watching movies, watching old, uh, a lot of film, a lot of, uh, a lot of old, older, like Purdue games, not older, I guess, but the past few years, a lot of games like that with, you know, a lot of those guys that are now playing professionally and everything like that. But, uh, I was doing a lot of that, watching some movies, shows, just doing whatever I can to just kind of make the time feel, you know, faster. Mm -hmm. And then obviously you couldn't really do anything um, at the beginning, maybe like the first week. But as you started to get better, were you able to do any self-workouts, any like body weight stuff, anything like that? Yeah, definitely. The first few days, I, I, I just didn't, you know, I was just feeling so down under the weather that I couldn't. But uh, really the last two-ish days that I was in quarantine um I was able to kind of have this to get get some of my strength back and just kind of feel up to it um but still I wasn't able to do a whole lot I was just kind of doing a lot of like stretching um some core stuff but whatever I could do to just try to stay stay ready and everything I, I luckily I didn't have anybody beneath me in my hotel uh quarantine room so uh I was able to dribble a little bit in my room. So I was probably annoying a lot of people with that, but, um, you know, just kind of doing whatever I can to just kind of just do something, stay active. Mm -hmm. Where are you quarantined at? They put me up in a hotel room, uh, which is a little different than everybody else, how they've dealt with it. But luckily, you know, they, uh, they provided me with that. So. Yeah. It'd be pretty weird to get sent off to, uh, or is it Pivo? Mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> two people in there and, yeah, know, look, yeah i would have uh me personally i'm kind of a not like a neat freak or anything like that but like i like to have my own mm. whatever and i know that would have just really <laughs> you know like I, I was already sick i was already feeling bad and like upset about the whole situation so i know quarantining with somebody random like that and i'm sure like whoever maybe would have been like nice person or whatever but it's just you know I would have uh, not liked that situation. So I was kind of lucky. Yeah. And then they probably would have wanted to talk to you 24 seven. That's kind of, yeah, that was kind of another thing. I was just <laughs> want to avoid, you know, I just want to be in my own little thing. Like, oh, I'm going to quarantine. I'm just going to be by myself and like have to deal with whatever. But uh, like I said, I, I was lucky. Mm. And then obviously your health is top priority, but um, how tough was it to know that you'd be isolated and away from the team for that long? Yeah, that, that, it's a, it's a, the situation just sucks. You know, it's just, you can't really um, plan for it. You can't really, like I said, it's just kind of, it's a, it's a freak thing and mm -hmm. nobody goes out and tries to go get it, plans to go get it. Uh, it's just, you just go about living life and something's just happened. So, uh, but yeah, the whole quarantine period in the middle of our season really sucks. Like, you know, it just, you know, we're starting to, we were starting to hit our stride and everything. And then, um, just out of like, just like that, you know, I, I got to go quarantine for 10 days and I'm out for another, however many. And, um, it just sucks. It just takes you out of what you were, you were into. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a tough situation, but, you know, luckily, you know, a lot of our guys have been stepping up and everything like that, but, uh, 
it's really good to just kind of be back in the facility right now and just starting, you know, just talking to guys a little bit more. And uh, I, it's it's a different feeling from helping from the sidelines. But you know, I'm I'm older. I could I see a lot of a lot of things that some of our young guys, you know, sometimes they need help with on the floor, and it's it's easy to tell them when you could see it all happening on the sidelines. So it's been it's been cool these last few days to just kind of help out. And what kind of advice? Both at the, I know you weren't at the Michigan game, then you were at the Minnesota game. What kind of advice have you been telling the younger guys? Um, if you see something, do you reach out to them, or uh, do they ask you like, "Hey, did you see something?" Or yeah, it's been it's been more um, just kind of like technical things on the floor that I see, and uh, like last night, like like Brandon played such a terrific game, and how he was uh, just so you know dynamic on the offensive side of the floor, but you know there was a few possessions defensively where uh, I guess like positioning wise, he wasn't really in the right spot. So like, that's something that like I'm able to see when I'm on the floor, maybe I won't be able to see that behind me or anything like that. But once, when, when I'm off the floor, I could tell him like, Hey, like that's your assignment or something like that. Um, so that's been kind of, you know, I've been just trying to help with that. I mean, you know, a lot of our guys, we know, we know what's going on. It's just really execution of what's, what's happening within the game. So uh, any little thing like that I could see and uh, help with, um, you know, I'm just trying to do my best. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you about the precautions that you guys have put in place. Obviously, you're the only one that tests positive as far as the players go. I don't know about the uh, the program, but um, how are you the only guy to get it? And how much does that speak to how serious you guys and Coach Payne and the coaching staff have taken it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, it's a good point. Like we, uh, like I said, like we, we have really taken like a responsibility that um, to do everything that we can to not try to get it. Um, you know, you see a lot of teams in uh, wherever it may be, but they're on a shutdown or whatever it is all over the country. So uh, it, it's detrimental to the season when you're rolling and you got to sit out two weeks and um, like you, like you see with Michigan, like it's uh, unfortunate circumstances, but they've had to deal with that, you know, they're the best team in the big 10 and they got to sit for two weeks now. And, you know, you don't know how you're going to respond from that going forward. Um, but yeah, you know, our protocols, we've done a good job. I, I mean, uh, like you said, nobody else was positive from, from my positive diagnosis and, um, you know, it's just, maintaining that social distance anytime that we're not on the floor playing with each other. Um, you know, we're trying to make sure we keep our distance from each other. Uh, we get daily tested, uh, wear masks everywhere except for on the floor when we're playing. So, um, you know, we've taken it really seriously and it's just, like I said, it's just unfortunate. We're, every, we're on the road. We all have our own separate rooms. Um, so that's kind of why I feel like maybe somebody else didn't get sick. I, I think maybe I, like I said, I don't know where I got it, but it, in my mind, it probably was somewhere on the road, whether it's travel, hotels, just in and out. And um, like I said, I'm kind of isolated from from other players and we're all isolated from each other. Um, so I would think it had to be something like that. But nobody on Ohio State got sick. Nobody else on our team. Nobody that I know of from Michigan. So, you know, we did our protocols right. It just just unfortunate for myself. Mm. And then what do practices and meetings look like during the actual season? I know I talked to Peyton, uh, PJ, before the season started, and you guys were doing, like, the pod system kind of, so it would be, like, position groups or, or mm -hmm. however you guys did it. Uh, but how did that change 
to when you guys are actually practicing during the season? Yeah, so it kind of it kind of progressed for us throughout the whole off season. You know, right when we were able to come back in the summer, when they kind of gave us clearance and everything, we weren't doing daily testing yet. Uh, so we were kind of doing like, I think at that time we were doing like biweekly testing or something like that. It was either weekly or every other week, and um, it was mainly just kind of separated by your position group. So guards would go at a certain time, and you just kept it at five people increments. Um, and then we kind of switched it up here and there. And then it started to just become where, uh, it's basically like who you would live with. So that way, if one of you got sick, the only people that would have to quarantine are the people that you live with, which really helped. Um, so, you know, that progressed. And then once we started doing daily testing, we started able to get practices with each other and it just kind of progressed from there. And then now within our season, obviously it's kind of back to normal, but yeah, it was, it was really weird. It's been a really weird year for, I mean, obviously everybody, but you know, this for us, like it was so, we just didn't have like the time that we usually have, you know, mm-hmm. summer wise, we, we always practice. Like we're, we're different from a lot of teams where in the summer may, they may be doing like, individual workouts where it's just you know hour at a time getting getting work in where you're shooting or dribbling or whatever but like we do practices like legitimate practices for two hours whatever maybe two times a week or two three times a week whatever the hours NCA allows us to do but um, those are big for us because it allows our freshmen to kind of learn right away and get acclimated to what our practices are really like and then you kind of hit the fall and you already, you already know what's going on. So you don't have to reteach stuff. Um, so that was, it was, it was different because we never really had that starting point. And then you just kind of have to roll into the fall and then you just have to get going into practices. And um, I think that's kind of why you see a lot of teams this year, like start slow. And now you're just starting to see everybody build and build and build. But, um, but yeah, it's definitely unique and very different. Uh, I'm sure this is uh, clearly the first time in ever that this has kind of happened. So it's just, we're all kind of learning on the fly, but I think we've done a good job of uh, acclimating to it. Yeah. I'd have to say so myself, um, just from an outsider's perspective, you see all these teams like, and especially even in the big 10, they have all these outbreaks and you look at us and we really haven't had anything. So exactly, yeah. um, yeah. just, just testament to how serious you guys are taking it. Um, how nice was it to get back out there and, be on the bench and see the guys again uh, last night. Yeah, it was, it was um, a lot better than watching it from a hotel room. I'll, t- I'll tell you that, you know, it was uh, watching it from a hotel. It was very frustrating, uh, you know, just not even being able to say anything to people, you know, that I see. But uh, last night was definitely, it was exciting to, to get back into it. Uh, still very frustrating to not be able to play not make a difference, um, not help. But um, but no, it was it was fun. I, I'm I'm glad that they were allowed me to even just come back and, um, you know, just just be a part of the team and and you know help where I can and uh, provide some type of energy on the bench. And you know, we played really well last night. So, mm. and how does this kind of compare, especially last night? How does it compare to when you were a redshirt freshman? I know. Um, you maybe not, you maybe didn't have like the experience you have now, obviously. Um, so was it more of bringing energy when you were a freshman and now it's more of a leadership role? Yeah, definitely. I was actually kind of thinking about that in my mind last night. I was like, man, it really sucks 
just watching games like that. But I was like, you know, I've done it before. Like, you know, but the difference is in my mind, like, I feel like now I can make a difference when I play. And I feel like if I would have played as a freshman, I just would have been out there just running around. Like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have made a difference if I was out there, if I wasn't. So um, that was one, one thing that I was thinking about. I was like, that's a big difference, but, uh, but yeah, like, you know, you're a red shirt, you know, I, I wasn't prepared to play. Like I, I knew I was, I knew I needed a red shirt. I knew it was, uh, you know, necessary for me to, progress within my career I'm really glad that I did it because I feel like I'm in a spot now that I would have never been at if I redshirted um but yeah you know now it's it's more like like I said seeing things out there that I know what's going what's right and what's wrong and just trying to help people and, and bring that energy to the bench when I when I notice something lacking like if we're low energy or something like that um you know, just trying to do whatever I can to help us win, uh, even if it's on the sideline. Mm-hmm. And what have your thoughts been on the last two games? Obviously, had a little setback against Michigan and then bounced back huge way against Minnesota last night. Yeah, obviously. Uh, I mean that Minnesota. I mean that Michigan game. Um, you know, they're a really good team. You know, if you really look at their roster, up and down, they're deep. They're uh, really well coached. They execute really well just a terrific offense, but the offensively uh, coach team, but the difference is the reason why they're so good is they actually really, really guard, um, you know, one through five, whoever it is, you know, they're committed on that, that end of the floor. And that's what makes them so good. Um, you know, and they're, they're run really well by that point guard, Mike Smith. Um, and they just got obviously Dickinson, Wagner and livers and Brooks. Like those guys are, are, are veteran group other than Dickinson but he plays like a veteran you know they're 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 uh, a good team great team and um you know I just thought you know from watching it I was uh, obviously wasn't there but we just we just didn't have that energy that that we needed in a big time game like that in a big time you know obviously if Mackie was cool it'd be a huge environment um that uh that we just we we just lacked that lacked that going into that game so uh, it was unfortunate, but, you know, we bounced back really well last night against Minnesota, who's obviously, you know, they're ranked. They're a great team. Marcus Carr is one of the best players in our league. Um, they just got they're, – they're the same thing. They're really deep. They're really well coached. They're really aggressive on the defensive end. Um, they play really, really hard. Um, so, uh, for us to, you know, get hit like that, where we, we started off a little slow, uh, where some guys were hitting threes that normally don't hit threes and kind of – they went on a little run, but for us to kind of, you know, maintain that and then just move forward. And in that second half, we played really well. We got contributions from a lot of guys that uh, really stepped up last night. So it was a it was a really big win. And, you know, hopefully moving forward, you kind of take that and, uh, you know, just keep moving forward and getting some getting some more wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was at both the games and the I was up with the media, but um, yeah, I noticed uh, in the Michigan game, maybe it was a part of not having you there. Um, just kind of sucked it out of the team, but we didn't have a whole lot of energy. And then mm-hmm. I could tell from the jump last night, it was completely different, the, just the mindset. And then obviously, like you mentioned, we bounced back in the second half. Newman had a huge half. Um, how do you think this team has evolved from from the beginning of the year up until now winning five of the last six games? Yeah, I think it's just, um, you know, I said, I said in kind of some of the media things that after the games that I've done, but like, we lost to Rutgers. We lost to Iowa. 
I was like, you know, the, the things that we're bad at, we're going to get better at. Like, I knew we were. Like, I know we have the right guys in our program and the guys that are willing to, to either sacrifice, the guys that are willing to do the dirty work, the guys that are willing to not score 20 points a game, um, whatever it may be. But guys that maybe just – maybe your role is to just come in and guard, come in and rebound, whatever it is. But, like, I know we got the guys in our program to do those types of things, and that's how winning teams are made, you know. And, um, you know, after those two games that we lost on the road, especially that Rutgers game, I was like, I know we got it. You know, I could just tell the way we fight back, the way, the way that we – I felt, and I think everybody in our program felt like we should have won those two games. And that's the difference that I felt like that we, we had this – we have this year instead of last year, where it's like every game that we've lost, I'm like, we should have won every single one. Like, when you're going into it, like, we should have gotten Iowa. We should have gotten Rutgers. We should have gotten Illinois, like, in my mind. Like, so, um, that it was just – it was – I like I said, I, I especially said after the Rutgers game, like, we don't have moral losses. Like, mm-hmm. like, I don't care. Like, a loss is a loss. But we are going to move forward in a positive manner that we're going to get better from it. And then since those games, we've really changed our our mindset going into games that, you know, we feel we could win every single game. And going going forward, that's just kind of mindset you have to have in this league that everybody's good. Like everybody's either ranked or close to being ranked or beating big big teams on the road, home, whatever it is. Like everybody's capable of beating everybody in this league. So you got to come in. you got to be ready to play from the jump. And uh, that's really exciting. Like, you should take that as a challenge. You should take that opportunity and want to play every single night uh, to the you know best of your ability and just bring as much energy as you can because that's what gets you wins in this league. So, um, you know, from those games, we're just, we're just really – within this little streak that we've had five out of the last six, like you said, like, we've just really taken that challenge. Like, you know, we're facing good teams and we want to – we want to be one of those good teams. And I think people are starting to see that and – Hopefully, uh, you know, we just, like I said, we just keep moving forward with that, with that mindset. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned some of those losses early on this season. How much do you attribute that to – you brought in six freshmen that weren't playing last year. I know Gil <laughs> and Newman were on the team. But mm-hmm. um, how much of that is attributed to trying to get them just up to speed with just how good the Big Ten is? Yeah, yeah, it's, um, you know, I know from obviously personal experience, like my freshman year, like my head was spinning for the first however many games, probably the whole year, to be honest. But um, but the difference is, you know, our freshmen this year are way more talented than I ever was. So that's the difference. Like they're coming in ready to play, like really wanting to make contributions, make, make a big difference. And you've seen it. Every single one of them has made, has had really big games. Um you know, I, I mean, however many freshmen of the weeks we've got or whatever, but that's that's incredible, you know. Um, you know, they've came in and really accepted the challenge. You know, you're going to take your lumps early. You're going to – you're just going to – like I said, you're going to have to learn. We didn't have the time that we needed in the offseason to really get acclimated to each other and a whole team setting where we're really working on the things that we need to as a team. Um, but, you know, they've really been learning on the fly, learning from their mistakes in previous games. Um, really willing to learn, um, you know, just diving into our playbook, diving into, you know, scouting reports, whatever it may be, but they're really just learning 
really well and now they're producing at a high level. I mean, you saw Brandon last night, you know, he's, he's had so many great games and then he's had games where he struggled, but he's learning from those games that he's struggled and the ones that he's, he's played in played well in and learning what, what has worked and what hasn't worked. And he's, he's really putting it together now and starting to become a more mature uh, player on the floor. And obviously, you know, I could go across the board with all of our freshmen, but they're doing all of that. You know, they're just, they're learning on the fly and, and doing a great job this year. Mm-hmm. And how have you seen those guys' confidence kind of grow, especially Jaden and Brandon over the last few games where they've, they've both had big performances? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, like I said, you know, uh, you know, Brandon's just being, I, I was telling you, you just got to be aggressive. You know, you got to, you know, he, he could score with the best of them in this league. And like I said, you saw last night, but you know, just, uh, maintaining that aggressive mindset for him, you know, uh, taking open shots, getting to the rim, um, you know, moving the ball when you don't have a shot is, is a big key, you not taking bad shots. Um, <clears throat> and just, you know, learn, like learning to play through your defense sometimes, you know, you get defensive stops, it gets you going on the offensive side of the floor. Um, I've been telling that to him and Jaden a lot. And Jaden is such a tremendous talent that, um, he might be – I said this, I think, a week ago or two weeks ago, but, like, he might be one of the most talented players I've ever played with. Like, he's at that Carson-level mm. talent where he could get to that at some point. Um, just so aggressive, so strong, so athletic, um, just such a natural scorer that it's so hard to guard. Like, trust me in practice, man. Like, he's gotten the better of me a lot of times, you know, just – He's just so unique in the way, you know, I've never seen like a freshman, like how he is. Uh, he's got such an aggressive mindset that sometimes it helps. Sometimes it's obviously huge for him, but sometimes it hurts him sometimes. And that's kind of the learning piece that he, uh, you know, moving forward, he's really getting better at uh, just kind of being more poised on the floor where sometimes you don't always have to take a, a, a bad shot. You move it, get your angle. Next time you rip it and go to dunk it like he did last night. So, uh, he's really getting better at that. He's really learning really well. And um, I said what, however long ago, but he's going to be a huge piece for us moving forward. And he's really helped us these past few games. Mm-hmm. I mean, just from a fan's perspective, like the way he moves is, and I can't remember a guy of his stature that, that just moves and can do all the things that he can do. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, he's, he's similar to Carson, but he's different in his own way. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing that really struck me, I remember – I forget which game it was, but he went back out on the court and was shooting. And then I was I was staying for the press conference last night, and he walks out five minutes after the game maybe, starts shooting free throws. And then ten minutes later, Newman comes out, and they start shoot. – they were shooting until I left. So talk, talk about that and what you think about those guys putting the work in after one of the biggest wins of the season. Yeah, yeah, it's um, – I mean, you've seen the work that they've been – their progression of players throughout the, just this year. But, like, Brandon himself from his last year up until where he's at now, the stuff that he's improved on is just unbelievable. You know, his, his willingness to go in the gym and work on things um, at all hours of the night, wherever it may be. Um, and same with Jaden, just oh, – he's just living in the gym. Like, he always wants to get better. He always wants to do more. Um, always, you know, always asking to shoot, always doing whatever. Uh, and obviously you guys have seen that, how after games he likes to do that. Um, 
but it's just a confidence thing with him. You know, it's just, you know, he's, uh, he's such a good player. He can make such an impact for us, but it's just confidence, you know, and, and that's how it goes. You know, you highs and lows of a season, uh, you play well, you don't play well. It happens to everybody. It's happened to me multiple times. Um, sometimes you get down on yourself, but it's just, you know, you know, you have the ability to do it. And especially with him, you know, he's so talented that he has the ability to do it all, but it's just maintaining that confidence and that, you know, that, that, uh, mindset to just be like, you know, I thought he played tremendous last night. I thought he made a big impact for us, but like just knowing that, um, you know, you're always needed in our game and you can always make an impact and just maintaining a high confidence where, uh, you know, you're doing your job every, every game and maintaining that uh, is really big for him. Mm. Is that culture kind of infectious? I mean, like getting that extra work in, uh, do you notice maybe throughout your career um, that those guys kind of bring more with them? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, uh, you know, anytime that you're going to go shoot after practice or for practice or whatever it is, um, you know, we have a good, we have a good culture in our, our, our program of like a guy wants to go shoot more after practice and be like, Hey, like come shoot with me or something like that. So it's always, you're always trying to do more with your teammates. You're always trying to, you know, bring your teammates along, uplift them and making sure that they're getting better as you're getting better too. Uh, you know, you're only coach man always says it, but you're only as strong as your weakest link, you know? And, um, it's really important in, in a college basketball team like that. You know, you've got to have everybody one through 15 or whatever it is, you know, locked in, ready to go wherever it is. So you got to be ready. You got to be uh, willing to put in that work. And you see with those guys, they're always willing to do that. So, um, you know, like me personally, like I see them working like that. Like I want to go work too. You know, it's like, it's, it's a competitive thing within your own program where it's like, I see them like, they're getting better. Like I need to get better. You know, it's, it, and it's good for, it's good for a program. Like, you know, you're, you're constantly com competitive with the one or another where it just you're, everybody's getting better. Everybody wants more. And uh, that's really how it should be. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about Brandon a lot. Um, I was, I was thinking about guys like you and him, Gillis and, and Wheeler all red shirting and how helpful do you think that's been for both you guys and, and the program itself. Yeah, like like I said, I could I could speak from like my personal experience, but like I think if I didn't redshirt, like I wouldn't even be close to how I currently play. Mm -hmm. Like I'd be a senior right now, and I feel like I wouldn't have had, had any impact on this program. If that makes any sense, like I just um, that redshirt year was so big for me. Just learning like it was more of a learning experience than anything um you know I realistically if I would have played as a freshman I wouldn't have played at all like I just behind Dakota Ryan Carson like it just wouldn't have made sense for me to get any minutes anyway you know those guys are established really good players um but it was it was big for me so so you know just learning our system learning how to play in our system, learn defensive assignments, just get stronger, get more mentally, um, I don't know, ready to play uh, was big for me. And, you know, obviously the guys that have redshirted Aaron with me, um, you know, just us working out every single day together, uh, always getting shots, always working out, playing one-on-one, -on -one, 
lifting together, doing extra conditioning. Um, <clears throat> it's made us, you know, close, you know, within our, within our time here. Um, like I always know, like, I know he's got my back no matter what I always got his, you know, it's just how it is. And, um, you know, for Brandon and, and Mason, you know, they've really, you know, nobody wants to, nobody wants a red shirt. Like, it's just, it's just how it is. Like you always want to play, you want to make a difference. So for them to, you know, accept that really work on the things that they needed to work on. And now you see, you know, you know, earning, earning what they've, you know, deserved, you know, they, they've, they've really made an impact for us. And now, you know, both of them have been starting and playing really well and really producing at a high level and helping us win some games. So it's, you know, I would encourage more kids to, to look at that option as a red shirt. And sometimes you need to evaluate and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, can I really make an impact or what am I going to make an impact in five years? You know, that's kind of how you got to look at it. Like five, five years from now, how much better am I going to be? And now, you know, you're a fifth year senior making a huge impact for a team that can maybe go on a deep run in a big 10 tournament or NCAA tournament, whatever it is. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a huge thing. And I, I encourage more people to look at it. Hmm. I know a lot of fans, including myself, were kind of confused about, especially Gillison and Newman, less so Gillis, obviously coming off the knee injury, but about Newman getting redshirted last year. But I mean, we all trust paint. Um, he's a man. So um, how does paint kind of sell that to you guys and, and Newman and Gillison and wheeling yourself? Uh, like I said, for me, it was an easy. sell. like, I, I, I didn't have a scholarship until he, the, the roster kind of shaked up and whatever, and there was a scholarship available. But for me, he wanted me to go to prep school to wait that year to get a scholarship the following year. So I already knew I really wasn't going to be playing no matter what. And once I got the scholarship, I knew it was a real possibility. So I came in and I was just, I did everything I could to just whatever. Like, you know, I was just working, just trying to, stay afloat really like I just I just wanted to prove that I was I could be here um you know and after that you know I just I needed a red shirt I think we both agreed I was just you know it was just what was right for me but um it's not always the same you know it's not always like that where it's you know you need to get better you, you're just not ready to play um it's just sometimes it's just either the roster how it looks and I think that's what Coach Payne has really looked at recently and been like, can you make an impact right now as a freshman? Maybe. You could probably, you know, come into a game, hit a couple threes, win us a game, whatever. But in five years, as you're a fifth-year senior, you're playing 30 to 35 minutes, like, what's your impact going to be then? Like, how much more can you do for our program as a fifth-year senior instead of a freshman that – you're only playing maybe five to 10 minutes a game and you might be helping us, but you save that year and you're able to do it when you're 22, 23 years old, instead of 18, it makes a big difference. So I think that's more of what he was thinking. I think he thinks those two guys in, in particular are going to make such an impact when they're older that it's just worth it. And you see, they're already making impact now, you know, it's, it's made a huge difference from a year. But I think I think that's kind of what he was thinking uh, for those two. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know he was he was talking to you about the prep school route before he came to Purdue. 
Mm-hmm. Do you talk to Spike at all about that? Because I had Spike on the podcast two weeks ago, and we talked about you a little bit. And he, he actually went to prep school route. So did you talk to him about that at all? No, because I never really um, – I didn't want to do it. Like, I, I didn't want to yeah, – like, because at that time, it wasn't like I had no offers and I was just waiting on Purdue. Like, I had other schools that were recruiting me. So it would have been kind of a slap in the face to all those schools that would have been like, I'm offering you a four-year scholarship and you're not going to go. Like, it, it wouldn't have made sense. Um, <clears throat> so I really didn't want to do that. So I, I kind of, like – postponed my recruitment up until the spring of my senior year just waiting on coach paint really just to see if I like because I was the initial what I was waiting for was uh if Biggie was going to go to the NBA or not yeah because if he would have left I would have had a scholarship and then like I said some shuffling of the roster made an available scholarship open for me where um I was just lucky enough to get it so I was just waiting that whole time and uh, I, I I didn't think the prep school thing was going to be an actual thing that came to fruition. So I was just kind of waiting to see how it all sh- sh- like you know, shaked up. But uh, I was, like I said, I was fortunate enough where I was able to get a scholarship and not have to do that whole route. So, so I mean, all of, I haven't really looked at your recruiting profile, obviously, but mm-hmm. um, what were the other schools that you were kind of looking at? And what stood out about Coach Payton, Purdue, that made you want to go there so bad? Yeah, I had um, – so my junior year, I got a lot of recruitment from a lot of mid-majors. I had a quite a number of low to high mid-majors. Got a few high majors. Um, got offered from, like, TCU, Xavier. Those are really two main big ones. But um, it really just it, – it wasn't – there's no – I don't know if it was real mutual interest or whatever. But the, my real, like – it came down to Valparaiso and Loyola for me <clears throat> in Northern Iowa as well. Evansville was in the mix, um, but it was really those two. It was kind of coming down to, <clears throat> and uh, you know, I like, I like both of those schools and, you know, I just, it was just, I was always waiting on Purdue. Like I always wanted to go to Purdue, you know, growing up, I only live an hour away from here from West Lafayette. So <clears throat> just going to like, football tailgates when I was little, you know, just being on the campus all the time, uh, a Big Ten school an hour away from you, seeing guys from your area do well, like Etuan Rob, um, you know, Spike, like, you know, it made it made a big difference. So um, I've always wanted to be here. I, like, I was always waiting on that Big Ten offer. I made a goal when I was a freshman in high school was just – get get to the big 10 like that's like that's what I want always wanted and um you know I once I started to really learn more about college basketball and what teams do offensively like you know the ins and outs of a program like I always knew this is like the program for me you know let's you know working hard executing um you know just making no excuses for for any circumstances and um just talking to coach paint, like coach paint is like just real. Like he, you know, he just, he like, he gets it. Like it's, it's hard to explain, but like he, he just, he understands more about a college kid's life than like other coaches would, if that makes sense. So he, uh, he's been really big in like my growth as a player and just as a person within my, my time here. And I definitely made the right decision. I mean, 
Haynes found some some gyms that have been under recruited nationally, like you and you and PJ. I think were the only Big Ten schools, or Purdue mm-hmm. was the only Big Ten schools offered you guys. Yeah. Um, so it speaks to him and find your guys' character too. You guys are two great leaders. Um, I mean, there's countless others that I could mention too, but those are just two that come to mind. Um, so how did the how do you think the struggles of last year kind of helped you guys this season? Yeah, I think it's just learning from from previous mistakes. Um, <clears throat> you know, us older guys that have been on this team, like I said it to them earlier this season, but like <clears throat> like we've won a Big Ten title, like we've made it to the Elite, elite Eight, like we've done some good things in this league, like we've won a lot of games. So for us to to be a bottom level team in this in this league is like not acceptable. Like we've, we've created a standard in, in our program that like we're a good team that, you know, is going to work hard, play defense, execute on the offensive end of the floor. And like, we just weren't doing that last year. We were, uh, we just, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was more, you know, just self-accountability. Um, you know, like I said, just taking responsibility for our own actions, like just making excuses for things that we shouldn't, shouldn't be doing, shouldn't, you know, we're not working hard enough. We're not, uh, whatever, whatever it may be. But, um, you know, we were in a lot of tight games last year, but like we just didn't finish them and uh, we just didn't play well at home. Um, there's just a lot of things that we just should have done a lot better. And we just, you know, you just got to look yourself in the mirror and just be like, I think everybody has done that in our team and just be like, what, what are things that I need to get better at? What do I need to, what do I need to do to get on the floor to make an impact? And, I think everybody's kind of stepped up to that challenge and we got a lot, like, like you said, like we got a lot of young guys that are eager and willing and hungry for, for playing time to win, to, to do whatever you can to help this, this program. And it's really helped us this year. Um, And these next few years moving forward, it's going to be, it's going to be big. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know we're, we're going a little lengthy here. So, I just have a couple more for you. Um, obviously, obviously, you played with guys like Carson and Klein, like you mentioned. Um, is there anything that they taught you or that you learned from them that you carry forward and try to apply that to to now? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to kind of like the, the, so for me. Like one thing I I really like learned within my time here is like learning from players that are similar like you and how they, how they are successful. So I've really, within my retro year, like I really focused on Dakota, like what he did to be such a successful player in this league. You know, he, you know, defensive, all defensive big 10, whatever it is, like making huge shots on the clutch, like just being a a solid player that can always, you can always count on. Um, And just his footwork on threes, his, his ability to come off of screens and make the open, open pass, uh, pull-ups, shot fakes, um, playing off of two feet when you get into the lane, like things like that I've learned more from, like angles on defensive assignments, like how he was guarding Miles Bridges, how he's guarding like KWHD up. Like um, there's so many little things with Dakota that I really picked up on that like he's such a meticulous like – down to the second type of person. Like he's very calculated in what he does. So he's very like, 
he just he writes everything down. Like he's got like a, he's like, he knows what he's doing at like every single minute of the day, like that type of person. And um, I'm not quite like that, but I am similar in that. Like I, I like everything. I, I'm always constantly trying to do something. Like mm-hmm. I can't sit still kind of thing. Yeah. So that's kind of one thing I picked up from him. And then like from Klein is like, I always love Klein because it's like he, he, he had this always relaxed nature, like always having fun. And it's, it's a big thing. Cause it's like, you know, you're in the heat of big 10 season and it's, it's tough. Like it's hard. It's like, wears on you mentally, physically. Uh, it's very, it's very tough. And especially, you know, Klein, like he's one of the best players, you know, you get ridiculed when you have a bad game, whatever it is, but like people, people get on you. And like, he was always like, never changed day to day, like always just positive, always being, uh, you know, just a good teammate. And that's why he was such a good leader. Um, and just picking up, you know, him, similar things, like how he's able to shoot off screens, how he's able to get himself open when he's not the most athletic guy, but he was able to score a lot of points. And, um, you know, from that, just same thing, like Carson, like he just goes in day to day, like always just, you know, wanting to play, like always just ready to play, always having a great attitude, just being a good teammate, you know, always having fun. Um, just, he was just, he was just awesome guy to be around. So, learning from those guys was, was really key in my growth as a player. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you've talked really highly about Dakota. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think myself and a lot of fans see a lot of similarities between, between the way you guys play. Um, and you mentioned him hitting clutch shots. You yourself have hidden some, some clutch shots in your career as well. Uh, most, most notably against um, Ohio state a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, also in that game, you started driving, more than I've ever seen you drive. Maybe I just haven't paid attention, but what was going through your mind when you were, I mean, it felt like you took like, what, six, seven layups, drives to the basket. So what was going through your mind and uh, what made you make that adjustment? I mean, it's really just the way people have been guarding me. I I think if you watch a lot of the games this year, like you just got to watch how people guard me and how they're just sticking on me. Like they're just trying to like face guard me almost. And um, it makes it difficult to just get open threes. So I always have to – for me to get open threes now, it's just I need screens, I need movement, I need whatever it is. And when you're not getting that within the flow of our offense, you know, people are always just expecting you to just shoot threes. So, um, <clears throat> you know, just just working on my shot fake jabs, getting around people. Um, you know, people don't expect me to really drive in those situations. So, um <clears throat> just taking open lanes when I can open angles and just trying to get to the rim and just trying to make plays to help us win. Really. You know, if I'm not open on those, those drives, kicking out, whatever it may be, but yeah, the Ohio state game, I was just trying to be more aggressive and, and get to the rim because they were going to the three point line pretty well that game. So uh, whatever I could do to just try to try to get open, get some, get some easy buckets. Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, you catch a team off guard, you start driving, see an open lane, you see one guy there, are you going to aim on him or not? Man. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I uh, I got two two dunks in my high school career, and they were not good. Like I like fell on both of them after. So I don't know about that. I mean, I've gotten a couple here and there in practice. Ask Evan Boudreaux if you ever get him on. Dunked on him in practice one time. He knows about it. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, other than that, now nah, I'm not a more laid up, you know, kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And then do you have any good stories from 
you played with that awesome group when you were a retro freshman, Dakota, Vince, PJ, and, and Haas, and then moved to guys like Carson and Klein. Uh, do you have any good stories from, from playing them, playing with them? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, the whole, um, you know, obviously just being in, you know, obviously my, my redshirt freshman year where I'm able to, you know, go to elite eight, um, and play with, you know, Carson seeing the, the success he had within that run was unbelievable. You know, I'm just standing in the corner. I'm just ready to shoot if he needs it. But, uh, but no, it was, it was tremendous to see. I mean, he was such a tremendous, or he was just such in a, in a, in a groove, in a zone within those four games that we had in the NCAA tournament um, that, you know, I was just, I was just kind of set, like sat there watching, to be honest, like it was, it was unbelievable. And then another thing probably that, you know, I don't really think about too often, but like the whole Taiwan university games experience my freshman year was like tremendous. Like not a lot of people, hardly anybody get to say that they got to experience that the first month of their college experience, you know, mm-hmm. and um, going over to Taiwan and winning a silver medal and actually contributing a little bit. Like I actually played more than I ever thought I would. So um, that was a really cool thing. And just kind of seeing like what a Olympics would be like, you know, it was, it was a weird, unique thing that I never thought I'd ever get to do, but uh, I'm fortunate enough that like, Purdue got to be the one to represent the United States. So that was pretty cool within my first two years that I've been here. Mm -hmm. I actually went to one of like, I think it was like a tune-up game or whatever when you guys played Canada in, Mm -hmm. in Carmel. That was was the second Purdue game I'd ever been to. And I mean, I was sitting like on the floor and that was insane, but. Yeah. I took my first ever three of that game and I airballed. I remember I was way too jacked up. I remember I was just, rocketed it off the backboard so it happens i don't remember much from that game but i mean there was one thing i was really embarrassed about so carson it was like i don't know the gym in carmel's weird so the ball went out of bounds and carson went to get it and i don't know what the heck made me like reach out and touch his arm (laughs) he like turned at me and i was like a 16 year old i was like what the hell am i doing but uh carson had that effect yeah (laughs) um and then the last thing I wanted to ask you, obviously we Purdue hasn't had as much national attention maybe um, as some of the other teams, the Big Ten. Do you guys put any emphasis on on being ranked, not being ranked? How much how much attention you guys are getting? I mean, not really. Um, when you look at the top of the Big Ten leaderboard and you see all the ranked teams, and then you don't see us with a rank. Um, I mean, it kind of bothers us sometimes, to be honest. Like, you know, I think we should – we've deserved national recognition, but it is what it is. Like, you know, we can't do anything about that. You know, the only thing we can keep doing is just keep winning games. And, um, you know, you keep winning games, you're, you're bound to get ranked soon enough. So, um, it is what it is. Like, you can't put too much stock into it. Um, you know, our, our main concern is winning a Big Ten title, and then after that, NCAA tournament, and then whatever else. So – um, you know, that's not a concern to us, but you know, you'd always like to be up there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to wrap this up, but I mean, like I said, thank you so much for coming on. Um, yeah. it, was, it was super fun to have you on. I'm yeah. glad you, you've getting, you've, you've gotten better. Um, hope you continue to stay better. Hope all that testing with the, the heart condition and, and all that stuff with, uh, with regard to COVID comes out clean and we get to see you back on, 
back on the floor next weekend. No doubt, man. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Uh, anytime. I uh, thank you for having me on. Yep, for sure. Stay safe, man. Good luck. Appreciate it.